Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Heart and Hustle podcast. I am Angelica Yard. And I am Charisma O'Keefe. And we are here every Thursday talking to you about business, balance, and everything else in between. And I want to start this episode off just reminding you that we are on social media, pretty much all the social media places that you normally would go. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Uh, We are Heart and Hustle Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And then on Twitter, we are Heart Hustle Pod. So make sure that you're following along, especially on Instagram, because that's where sometimes we'll ask questions and do other things that actually have to do with how the podcast is recorded. So make sure that you're following along there so you can communicate with us. Yep. And it's December. It is the last month of our favorite year, 2020. Whew, it's a year. It is, it's been a year. I can't believe that we're here in December. It feels like March was both yesterday and 30 years ago. Um, so it's, it's every day is still March. It's March 5000th, like whatever. We're still yeah. March. It's wild because I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to, like, I feel like I've maybe processed mentally from like middle of March to like middle of April. Like that's where I am. So I'm like, I don't know how long it's going to take to like mentally process this entire year and move on from it, but it's going to be a stretch. And, you know, I'm sure 2021 is going to be a lot as well, but yeah, hopefully less, hopefully. It's so funny because I was trying to, pinpoint like certain things that happened like what when did it happen last year and I went back to my March calendar and I, like we were so busy in the first two weeks of March like we we did something every like I made up with so many friends we did coffee we were out I think I went to Wilderness Lodge with a friend for her birthday like it was so much stuff and then like nothing of yep. going outside since then since then it's been dead silence of no events happening that required me to go outside so uh, that was, I just thought it was amusing because I, I think I down like I don't think I downplay. I knew we were busy. Like I knew we were gone a lot. Yeah. But it's just to see it like dots on my calendar. Like you were and here for like, two wow, hours and then you got in the car and drove stuff. to Claremont and da 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 da. Like birthday yeah. parties. It was insane. So I remember like I was planning on all this amazing content that I was like so excited about, and I'd already <laughs> started traveling for some of it in February and doing some of it. And then like everything came and I was like, I don't even want to post this content because it feels like not, you know, like obviously like it doesn't feel like the time and it's just like still never felt like the time. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's just been, it's been a lot, but yeah, I mean, January and February, I was a fan of the year was off to a decent ish start. It was very fun. It was a fun first two and a half months. And like I had my birthday and I'm so glad I didn't have a I'm still blaming you for setting the standards so high um, for 2020. Yeah, it was so great. And and honestly it's like after my birthday dinner, I was like, oh I'm so lucky I have this amazing group of friends and I can't wait to do stuff like this all year, especially because we like treated ourselves and we went to like a fancier place. And, you know, so I was like, we got to like step it up this year. Like we got to do more of this. And then like two months later, it was like, no. (laughs) That place was closed. Like you were, and then the NBA bubble moved in. And then, you know what I mean? Like we we couldn't have gone there even if we tried, like we didn't care. And I just watched that. Like I kept watching like YouTube NBA bubble videos and being like, 
why don't I have a skill set that like gets me into the NBA? Because like they had nail techs there, they had baristas there, which I'm a good barista, but I'm not probably as good as the guy who um yeah was in the, the, the extra chef. She's amazing. Her and her um, yeah. sister, I think, were working there, and I'm like, I'm so amazed. By I, I all just the was like, wow, I really stumbled the bag, like, n- and not even just the bag because it's not. I don't care about the money. It was the safety element like and just like be, you know what I mean like they're in this legit bubble and the bubble did well there was no outbreaks like it did really really well and so I was just like man I wish I had any like sort of you know but I was like what you know do you guys want to start a small business you need some branding like do you need your photos taken like can I, I could pour you LeBron James is like no sis well, thank you, <laughs> you thank you for your time go freshly poured? like which which one um so yeah I was really like very jealous of everybody that got to go work in the bubble if I was like a reporter or something like I would have been like that's where I need to go I would have been a reporter for like something completely different and being like okay I report on sports now <laughs> like oh my word I can't all of a sudden you're Flex Alexander from one-on-one and you're yeah. like Flex Washington being like hey I'm here to talk about sports I don't know what I'm doing I would be a terrible sports reporter Great. but funny enough I am actually a really decent um sports photographer um, I think it's almost because I follow it with such like an unbiased lens because I truly don't care. Um, <laughs> so I was, I know a sports photographer who actually worked at ESPN and he and I used to edit next to each other every single day at Starbucks for like three years when I was first starting my business. And so I was getting into weddings. He had been doing sports photography. Like he was at the end of his career, you know? And he just told me, if you ever follow like photograph sports, just follow the ball. Like the ball is where the action is and just keep following it. And I was like, all right. So I went to a like football game and I just took a whole bunch of photos following the ball or whatever. And then I showed them to John. I didn't know what was happening in the photos. And John was like, these are awesome. Like, oh my God, look at this blah, blah, blah pass. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what's happening on, but there's like two guys <laughs> running and there's a ball over there. So I just snapped it. Um, yeah. So I got, I got like a whole bunch of great photos, but I don't know what they mean. So if somebody were to say like, did you get, you know, so-and-so passing the blah, I'd be like, I don't, I don't know what that is. So somebody just left our <laughs> podcast. Uh, we have listener <laughs> questions for people who don't want to talk to us or ask us our opinions on how sports works because we don't know. No, they're not here for sports. It's fine. <laughs> they're not. They're not. The rest of the normal people are now. Like, there's somebody who like saw somebody post their Spotify unwrapped and was like, I'll listen to this new show. And then they were like immediately like, what is this? No. It's not a sports podcast. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> so we have a few listener questions this week, um, starting with, what kind of planner are you using for 2021? Um, so I am using a passion planner for 2021. I did not use one this year. I have used one in the past, like two or three times. Um, this last year I was like, oh, I'm going to go full on bullet journal. I'm going to like make my layout every week, blah, 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 blah. And for the most part, I've done that, but it's also just been like, I don't know, 2020 for me, there was either absolutely nothing going on or there was absolutely everything going on at the same time. And so it really was not conducive on the weeks where I had so much going on to then have to like create my layout on top of that. So I really feel like I want to use my bullet journal in a different way. It's probably going to be actually more journaling next year, um, more lists as well, because I need like, like, I always have a notebook on me to kind of write like lists and notes as I go. And then I will use my passion planner for like my day to day scheduling. Because what I love about passion planner is that um, every single 30 minutes is like a different block on there. So like, 
if you're going to have lunch and you want to write that in for 30 minutes and then after lunch have a, a short call, you can write that in as well. A lot of them just do like an hour or they don't even have time at all. They just say like, here's a day and there's like one big block. And that doesn't work for me. Sometimes I even plan things out by the 15 minute interval, like depending on how busy the day is. And so I really like having that like every 30 minutes, there's something different and it's super customizable. They have like stickers that you could even make the day longer um, and things like that. And it, it just really pushes you towards your goals, but keeps things like positive and organized. So definitely we'll be going into 2021 with two planners using that and using a bullet journal again, more, a little bit more for the journaling side, but still trying to use it in like a daily way. So those are what I'm using for 2021. How about you? Um, staying with my Google calendar for all things that need to exist to be real. If it's not, my Google calendar is not real. Um, it just it didn't exist. And then with the the rifle company planner, the 18 month hardcover, that's been my planner for the past two or three years. Like now I have a stack of them and the different covers and from the different years. And I think I've really, I just like to check things off of my to-do list. It's a very mm-hmm. simple format. The inside's really great. Uh, black owned company that is very like fancier and really the, the inside's really amazing is June paper. Uh, company that they have a planner that is really simple and reminds me a lot of the rifle paper company planner but it has a little bit different insight but it is it's detailed for people like planners and then if you have no idea what you want to do for a planner my friend Cynthia Cynthia Plans who's local here in Orlando works for the um, Orange County Library System as their social media manager has been a planner for years is like the go-to to me when I send people who don't know what to do with planning I just tag them in Cynthia's Instagram and be like look at her and talk to her and tell her, let her tell you what to do because she is all about the planner lifestyle. She's all in the planning community. She knows what's happening. And then if you are a black lady and want to be around black women who talk about planning, the black women who plan and create group is the largest black planning group on Facebook. It's gigantic. They had a conference. It's full of women who like love stickers and don't, you know, it's like where I would go to ask questions specifically about is there a black owned planner company that makes Kwanzaa stickers or is there a black owned company that makes Obama stickers or has like Kamala Harris stickers for the inauguration? There's people who've already created all this stuff. So that's another option I would do. If you're into starting a new like planning journey and you're not sure where to start, those would be my recommendations. But for me, I think I'm going to stick with the things that I've been doing. I'm not same interested in doing anything new. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, like, that's me. I'm like, after this year, I was like, you know what, uh, the two planner system for me really worked really well when I had a passion planner and a bullet journal. And I'm gonna go back to that. Don't do a ton of stickers. Sometimes I'll do them because people will give them to me and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, if someone gives me stickers, basically, I'll use them. And if not, I won't. It's as simple as the that. rifle paper company planner two years ago started coming with stickers. And I think I've only put them on like notes that are sent to people or giving them to my child. I have like come across <laughs> rifle stickers. I, I have like a thing of three, like she- three sheets of rifle stickers. Honest to God, had no idea where they came from. I think it must have been when I was maybe like at a sample sale. And yeah, they, they put them in your it. bag at the okay. sample sale. I was like, I know I didn't buy these, but also I have them. And where did they come from? Um, so of course, when it's a sample sale here, because they're located here in Orlando, for those of you who don't know, it is very intense <laughs> and there's a lot going on and you got to like get in there and like, you know, just... Which yeah, is why they haven't had one because of Corona. Oh, I'm so upset there about be it. No way. Like with Corona, there'd be no, because I feel like when I go into those sample sales, I'm like, I'm going to die today 
by the hands of like a pretty blonde girl because <laughs> it's really intense. I remember one time I went with Raven and we brought um, our husbands and they were afraid and wouldn't go inside. I don't blame them. They literally they stood outside and they were like, They're, we're not going in that. Like it is scary. And it was funny because they were selling um, ice cream as well. Uh, they had like a little car. I know which one you were talking about. Yep. Yeah. And they, <laughs> the guys were like, can you get us the ice cream? Because we're scared to go up there. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, we got you. It's fine. But it is. It's really. And I remember like when if you go with someone, you often get um, like lost from them because it's just so. Yeah. Just it's a lot. Everywhere. And then you always, I feel like every time I go, I run into somebody I know because we're all like trying to get Careful. our deals on cards and coasters yep. or it's always like what day are you going because it's always three days so yeah. like, what day yep. are you going oh what day are you going oh i can't wait miss to it do miss it is over all right question number two <laughs> which of your holiday traditions is your favorite what are those that's a good question <laughs> who are they i don't know that is a really good question i feel like i have a lot of holiday traditions so it's really you hard do. to pinpoint a favorite <laughs> One of my favorites and one of my longest is watching Elf on Thanksgiving, uh, which I watch Elf like not just on Thanksgiving. I watch it like throughout the year because I love it and I'm weird. Um, but yeah, Elf on Thanksgiving is a big one. And then like one that I started since Addie's been born is that, well, not since she's been born, but since she's been about two, is that we do new holiday ornaments every year. We paint them and it's really been cute to like see through the ages all three kids yeah because she's they're they're so old like she's so yeah. old now like i'm like <laughs> what's happening now, you know? it's so upsetting to and me that she's 10 years old one will be four in march so watching all three of them and like how their motor skills have changed the different colors they've been like i remember one time i was like hey do you want to use like this red and green and ava was like no i'm using all purple all right so all the ornaments i mean we're talking like one is a snowman one is a tree like all these different things and they're all just purple with glitter because that's where she was at at four you know so it's like it's fun to to watch over the years and we always make sure that we make enough so that we keep some randy nana keeps some and then we give some to the grandparents so we're probably going to do that this weekend i think um so that's just like a super fun tradition and then another thing we do that I don't think we're going to do this year is we normally meet up with um, Randy and Anna at, on, um, whatchamacallit, on Christmas Eve during the morning. And we normally go walk around like Disney Springs and then we go have Ghirardelli. It's the one time a year that we have Ghirardelli. Um, I have no idea. Like, if you have it more than once, you might end up yeah. in a- like coma or I don't kind. like it's just like it's we just literally have it that one day and then pretend it doesn't exist the entire rest of the year so we go there and we all have like ice cream and stuff and you know go like do the tree walk and everything but I'm thinking it's going to be too busy to do that this year um so we were thinking about an alternative like we were thinking we might try to like walk around and look at lights and celebration and then like just eat ice cream at my place or something you know what I mean because I'm just like I don't know just everybody's out and wild Granted, you do have to wear masks at um, Disney Springs and stuff, but the flow of traffic at, is much different than like a park. It's like, I don't want to say it's bad, but I will say that the area where the Christmassy stuff is, I imagine will be bad. Like I think um, if you're on the yeah, west Yeah, it's side, been bad um, every day. Like yeah, the news is like, like, please don't go to Disney Springs. It's because terrible. The, the, where, where the trees are and where it's set up normally, it's normally like, very very packed and it's just not a super like no. spread out area and i just have a feeling that they probably didn't change the layout of that 
So pretty much doing any of the Christmas stuff that's there, which is going to be in the, do they still call it the marketplace side? I don't know. But that far side that's over by like world, like past world of Disney or whatever, I feel like it's just going to be super packed. No, the news has literally been like Disney probably has been thinking about opening at full capacity just because of how long the wait is to get in every night and every day. Yeah, I remember. So at Disney Springs last year, like they have a Santa at Disney Springs every year. We never see him. But no, you have to get a like a bank. Yeah, last year the line was it was like a six hour wait. You just got like a thing and came back. But we were just like, no, that's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, usually it's one of my favorites. But yeah, I really love also. I, I don't know if it's like so much of a tradition, but I love like just that like lazy time where you're just like watching Christmas movies being cozy on the couch, drinking hot chocolate. And like, I especially love doing that like first thing in the morning because I tend to, during like the holiday season, I tend to make dinner more and John tends to make breakfast more. So I can like wake up, roll out of bed, like just wear a blanket to the couch and cozy up and like put on a movie and then he brings me breakfast. So that is like probably my favorite (laughs) Christmas tradition is just eating breakfast while watching movies. So and he's very into breakfast during the holidays. It's like pancakes and all of that stuff. Yeah, Um, time of day. I don't have any. (laughs) Let's move on. You're like (laughs) none. I got got it. I mean, I'm sure I do have like things that are. I don't know. I just I don't. Who cares? (laughs) You people don't care about my traditions. I want to move on. Yes, (laughs) we do. We would like. They literally don't. They like. They they literally don't. I think. I mean, we put the tree up. That's it's done. Congrats. When do you open presents? The day of the day Christmas. Of. I think we, um, because we have a child now, we let her open one thing and let her choose the one thing that she wants to open. She doesn't know what's in there, but it, she's always opened up, I feel like, a pair of shoes. Like, like something she cannot, you, you know, utilize. Yeah. <laughs> she has such a bad choice. But... She's like, this box is great. And it's always... Almost always been a pair, like a box of shoes. It's I don't understand. She's never gotten a toy in the almost six years of her life. That's really funny, which is very funny. It's funny because it's an obvious shape that makes me laugh, and she's so smart. That's why I'm like, like everything in a child's like thing looks like a box. You know what I mean? Like all of them. Yeah. So I can see why, but is she a present shaker? No, she doesn't know there's a thing yet. I'm gonna ooh, I'm gonna tell her. Oh my goodness! Shame. I'm gonna be like you have nothing to, like, makes noise. Though. I feel like I I've yeah, had but with every- shoes, I feel like you can tell. Like if you gently shake shoes, you're like, oh, okay, this is probably shoes. Everything that's in my house right now hasn't made a noise because it's all here. <laughs> so, yeah, like, not to to alarm anybody to come steal things, but it's all it's all the stuff that's going on. That reminds me, I have to wrap. House. I have to wrap gifts. No, all thank right. you. What do you want most for Christmas? World peace. <laughs> Yeah, I feel I like people to stop being racist. I want people mm-hmm. to stop being transphobic, especially after yesterday. Yes. Twitter was such a long day with Elliot yep. Page's announcement. I want people to stop being icks, like phobic, transphobic, homophobic, racist, like xenophobic. I just want people to be better. It will never happen, but yeah. that is what I want for the world. Like, we'll I never have like stop. world peace, but no. yeah, but just. It needs to be better than what it, it is. It costs zero dollars and zero cents. I also to not feel like jerk. there's definitely like you know the more you travel or the more you talk to people that live in different countries and that sort of thing, it's like you realize the culture in America, which I mean we've been knowing this, but it's like it's just so terrible. Like it's just 
you know, and, and some other countries as well, that it's just like, it's extra racist, it's extra horrible. And so, and there's just no reason for it. Like we have so many opportunities to not be like this. We have the resources to not be like this. So that's definitely, that would be what I would say as well. And also like a vaccine like an effective vaccine would be ideal. Um, but but even, even like you. even before that would just be like for people to just wear their masks and shut up like it's no, not that we're hard. asking for too much it's like <laughs> jameson who is three years old will wear his mask for like if you know we're going out somewhere or whatever like he'll wear it the whole time no problem does not complain the entire time he also doesn't like you know, let it fall um, below his nose or anything like that. So I'm just like, I just don't understand these grown people that can't wear it properly and complain about it so much when he's three and he puts it on like it's no problem and, you know, won't won't complain about it and wears it the proper way the entire time. So I like if we if we had that, if we would have had that from the beginning, then honestly, we would be in such a great space right now. We could be in New Zealand. But, you know, here we are. It is what it is. Yeah, so three, three positive things that have happened to you in 2020. I finished NaNoWriMo for the first time on I Saturday or Sunday. Oh, I'm so um, proud of you. I don't take it seriously. I really am a jerk about the whole thing. I have friends who are really great writers like you and my friend Shelby and obviously Amber Burns is an amazing writer. And I'm like, I'm just going to shoot the garbage for 30 days and see what happens every year and I get like to 12,000 words. I'm like, it never works. But because this is something that was supposed to be my pre-nano idea from last year, I wanted to do like a really short story. Like this was, this is funny. It was supposed to be a short story based on this, these three things that happened with uh, four different people at different time periods, but the same thing happened in the same place. And I was like, this is going to be a quick, easy thing to get me in the beat of nano. Last year, I never did it. Uh (laughs) Of course I didn't. And then pandemic. And I was like, oh, I should do it this year as a pre-nano thing. But I started it in the summer. And then I just stopped it because I was like, okay, this is, I need to save my writing for nano because I like, I will get tired and be done. And then I went back and I was talking to my friend Shelby about it because she writes and she's won nano before and she's amazing. And I, I went to go count the words because like, oh, it's probably like 10, it was 35,000 words. And I was like, oh, so I can write 50,000. That's not a thing. Like I can write a not like I which I've done before when I was really young, like I was in high school. I was like, I know, I, but as an adult, I've never done that. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep writing this thing. And then kind of, since I've already made it a big deal, I'll flesh it out. And it, it worked out and it was, I did it while watching Girlfriends. I did it while watching One Hundred and One. I did it while watching. We started Industry, and we we watched The Undoing last night. Like you know what I mean? Like it just uh-huh. was TVs on in the background, and I'm just gonna write wherever I am because there's nowhere to go. I wish my brain worked that <laughs> way because for me, I have to have complete silence when I write. I can listen to like classical music, but I can't listen to anything with words, even as background music, because I will just start writing whatever. At, like I hear. If I wrote all the messy things that John Clayton did in season like that's five what I, and six like, of Girlfriends, write, this like, would have been trashier than it already but was. Like, like whatever <laughs> words someone's saying, like I'll be in the middle of a sentence and then I'll like whatever words they're saying, I'll just write the words they're saying. I don't know what that is. Like I don't know if that's like some sort of No, I don't think because I can't I don't listen to podcasts while I mean to, this morning was the first time I've done it in a while, but most of the time I don't listen to podcasts while I write creatively while working writing. I can do it while blogging. I can do it sometimes. But creative writing, I try to like listen to, if I have something in my ear, 
Was yeah. Amazing. But if it's in the house or in the room, I don't like, I grew up with like 90 people and I used to write in high school. Like it, it was always black voices. So I think that was, uh-huh. that was probably like me recreating my high yeah, school experience. Putting on UPN and putting on black people and then you, like, around me. It out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also like, know oh, that in general, like, moms are better at tuning things out. <laughs> I, I've been You're a mom since seven. <laughs> I've been tuning out. I mean, you have a, a big family. Like, people, like, I mean, like, nine or ten people are always in your house from, like, the morning to after you go to bed. You go to bed and there's people still in your house because you have so many cousins and pe- just the door is open. Things are happening and there's nothing you can do about it. I think you just grow up learning to be like, whatever. I got to go to bed anyway. I got to go study, yeah. especially in high school. I was like, I have, like, I took, you know, I was an A student like it was serious to me it's like I gotta I have sports and I have this and that and social life and my space layouts to make and boyfriend to talk to so I can marry him in a couple years and all this stuff so to me I just (laughs) always drowned out this noise since I was really little but I it's been so quiet for the past since I moved out so yeah so your house is always like quiet and tranquil now which is so funny cold uh yeah but the other two things i think um getting back doing this podcast regularly i think we talked about a lot last week i won't expound upon it anymore but this was nice to have something recurring that i could count on because i'm not doing anything but also i think the pandemic was good in a way of me understanding people and and putting them in the sorting hat and sorting them into the houses they need to be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I <laughs> see that. I think that's Lots very important. Time. Yeah, lots of reflection time. I like I like having perspective on how people really behave when they don't have you know they don't have to be expected to do certain things. Like it's like mm-hmm. how are you going to do it? And I think society has had expectations. I think we got to a point politically where racial like our our whole cultural climate was on fire, and it was very interesting to see how people reacted and I could just sort them in a hat and mm-hmm. you know move on with my time and I, that's I've enjoyed like it doesn't it's not I haven't grieved it because it's not sad to me I think it's just an opportunity that people come and go in your life and it's like yeah it is what it is so yeah I've welcomed the, the introspection of my time spent with other people yeah it's definitely shed a light on just the reality of who people are which has been helpful and eye-opening um, so my three things would be also one of mine would be, uh, this podcast and just like how consistent we've been. And like, obviously we've been doing it for five years, but to be able to do it consistently during a pandemic, I think is really special. Um, there's not been anything else that I feel like I've done the entire year consistently and been like ready to do it every single week. You know what I mean? So, and we've, as always, we've had like some great guests on. I've really learned a lot. Like, I feel like we've had a lot, like, we've had a very wide variety of who we've had on this year and like people in um, careers that I've never even like, I don't nobody else, know anyone personally who's in that said career field. So it was really interesting to learn about career fields that I don't know anything about. Um, so that would be the first one. The second one would be uh, probably like really getting to launch Kismet and Charisma, which like, you know, I played around with Kismet last year and then I ended up like, changing the name because there were like name issues ended up perfecting the candle and like switching it up so it's, it's funny actually I'm going to do like a side by side because I have a shot of one of the candles that I had last year but I, I really didn't like put it out there like that because I was like still very much like learning and developing the product or whatever and this year has been really strange in the fact that I really had to throw myself like into it because literally like 
the venue that I shoot weddings at was closed. It was a part of the NBA bubble. And it was at one point, like not legal for me to photograph individuals, not that I would anyways, because like, I wasn't trying to get COVID over it. Um, But yeah, and then majority of my clientele are all in Miami. And none of like majority of them did not get assistance, um, like that they were supposed to get like for small business assistance, because it went to like bigger businesses. And it was just like so many people vying for the same thing. So, you know, my clientele, like, pretty much like did not have money to pay me. So it was kind of like a disaster. And I was kind of like, what is going to happen? And so, you know, I listed candles and they sold out. And that is still very shocking to me that that many people would just like come out and support from day one. So that's been going super well. That's it's definitely like the most surprising and awesome thing that has happened to me this year. And then also starting the nonprofit, which is something that, you know, we had talked about before the pandemic and wanted to do and then the pandemic happened and literally like everything that could go wrong was going wrong when it came to like Anna and I and and like we weren't even like working on it because it was just so much other stuff was going on in her life um her father-in-law had COVID and was in the hospital who was like a second dad to John because John's known him since he was like five so it was like a lot going on um so it was luckily he is fine now and and he survived COVID and stuff but I mean he was on like a ventilator and like all of that stuff. And I was really wondering, cause he's like in his seventies and I was like, is he going to make it through? Like, it was honestly like not great. So, you know, it was just like a lot going on this year with all sorts of stuff, even outside of COVID. And so really this fall, we were able to kind of buckle down and be like, we're just going to do this. We're going to start this nonprofit. It's happening. And so it's been awesome since. So even though it's been a very crap year, there have still been those positive things going on. And I'm super thankful. And I know that that's kind of like the trend right now is everybody's sharing the positive things that have happened to them in 2020. So please jump on Instagram and tell us what happened to you that's positive because we need to hear about it because, you know, it's it's definitely not all been positive. There's been a lot more negative, unfortunately, than positive, but that doesn't mean that the positive things can't still way heavy, you know? So like, hopefully some good stuff has happened to you this year and you should drop in our DMs and tell us about it. Agreed. I mean, and if positive things didn't happen to you, cause that's totally real. And it, that could be a thing that happens even when there's not a pandemic, but if you lost a parent or a grandparent, someone close to you, a loved one because of the pandemic or even without, like, it's okay to to take a break <laughs> during the holiday season and walk away because sometimes I think hearing how much how how well things went for everyone else and you feel like you're alone in yeah. siloed in your experience of nothing like it's very hard to find a positive thing and I don't think I would ever try to push someone to be like there's one good thing that happened to you and it's like yeah no if my mom died like there's nothing good that you know what I mean yeah. like I can focus on yeah. the bad thing that happened to me so and everyone has um, had I think those days months years for me that year was uh 28 to 2008 god that was so long ago and I'm like 2018 no that was not a great year either but 2008 was just terrible top to bottom like two people I love died uh one of them was a child and it was just terrible the whole year. And there's not like, I can't, I'm sure that there was like days where something, maybe I laughed happened, or whatever. But, but it's it, like Obama got elected. Like you know what I mean? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I don't even think about that. because You know, because you think about the bad year, thing that happened. It's so terrible. And it's wild because the next year it was like, the best year of my life but yeah because um, you got married and all this fun stuff. yeah like I got married like I really started to get into like more into my business and more into like my craft and like 
yeah, all the like, because we had a big wedding. So like all the like events leading up to that with friends and family and stuff. So it was a great year. But the year before was was rough. It was very, very, very rough. And I was just like, I was, you know, I was just mad at the world, mad at God, didn't think I'd ever be happy again. I was like, everything is trash. So yeah, those years happen. And for a like, that is this year for a lot of people. 2020 is just, it just sucks. And that's okay. Things just suck. Which leads us to our topic today, which is how to survive the holidays as a creative. Because the holidays can always be tricky for people. It's not just 2020. Like a lot of people have, there's just so many issues with it, especially like maybe if you're not close to your family, maybe your family is really difficult. You know, maybe you've lost someone close to a holiday. Maybe you don't celebrate like some of the same traditions and, you know, whatever the other people do. And so you just kind of feel like, oh, this is like in my face nonstop. Um, so whatever it is, it's, it can be hard time to deal with, uh, but especially this year, I think it's going to be especially hard for people getting through the holidays. So, um, specifically speaking to kind of the creative community, but a lot of these apply to anyone. Um, so we will jump into it. So the first point in how to survive the holidays as a creative is to make a celebration plan or a non-celebration plan that you are happy with. And by that, we mean like making sure that you know what you're doing around that time frame. you know, like when it's going to be Hanukkah is around the corner, Christmas is around the corner, Kwanzaa is around the corner, Boxing Day, everything else. Know what you're going to be doing on those days and make sure that you're happy with whatever that plan is. It could mean, you know what, I'm going to be doing a zoom call with a whole bunch of people because I like to be around people and I like to talk to people or it can be like, I hate this. So I'm going to do a marathon of the Lord of the Rings movies to just pretend that it's like not happening. Whatever it is that you need to, to plan to make sure that you're feeling at your healthiest mentally those days, put that plan into place today. Yeah. I think it always reminds me of the Arthur Christmas special where Buster Baxter's mom who is single freaks out because it's Christmas for people who've never seen it for some reason. Um, and every day, like the week of coming up to Christmas, she wakes up every day and thinks it's Christmas and she's on a bad job and because there's so much pressure about Christmas. And then it's like bumming Buster out. Like he's so bummed out about this. He's like, what is happening? And he wakes up one day and she does a thing. He's like, we don't have to celebrate Christmas. We can do whatever we want. Like there's right? no rules. And I think yeah. that, that people need to understand that there are no rules. So do your Baxter day come up with the thing that you want to do and their thing was like going to the movies and eating what they want and like having a day that he wanted to do and they want to mm-hmm. do together versus having to do the tradition of her like making pancakes and blah, 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 blah. so I definitely agree with this plan have it in advance so you're not stressed out and have so much anxiety as the days come closer to think days that may be a little bit more stressful to you so Definitely figure something to talk to your therapist about creating a plan. Maybe you can rope them in if you have some some issues that you want to work out and they can help you create a, something that is safe and well for you to do as well. I definitely feel like that special should be like a holiday classic, like how everybody watches like Charlie Brown and, you know, those sort of movies. I feel like everyone needs to watch this at the beginning of the season every year. So they yeah. relax. Because it's and- very funny because Muffy is all mad because – Francine won't come to her Christmas party and Francine's like, I'm Jewish. I celebrate Hanukkah. Like it's a very funny special, but it's also like full of good lessons of like learning to respect other people's beliefs and like the brain celebrates Kwanzaa and Arthur is dealing with his whole thing about like wanting a perfect Christmas and then nothing goes, you know, so it's just Mm -hmm. the 
I think it's a like it's old and whatever, but I think it's it has really good lessons of like understanding different things about the holiday season and how to deal with it. And I still, as an adult, just think of those lessons from these cartoon characters. So thank you, Mark Brown, mm-hmm. <laughs> for your work yeah. on the Arthur Christmas special. I think if you have food and like Christmas movies, then you're doing pretty good. Yeah. Like, I mean, even if you don't, like, I don't know, like, enjoy the day off, like, go or yeah, whatever like, type of movies you like. And, like but food and like, movies to me, I'm sold. Like, do whatever you want, man. Like, who cares? <laughs> so the second thing is take breaks as often as you can for the whole month, not just. Not just during, you know, those particular days, but as often as you can take breaks from work, from people, from anything you need to take a break from. Don't feel like you need to apologize. Like you deserve breaks and you should take them. Yeah. You don't have to go to Christmas parties. You can say no. Especially hey, mainly because like, there's a pandemic. Yeah, that like, would be my obviously, like, we should not be going to any Christmas parties in person, but like these Zoom parties, like people, no. Like I... Don't invite me to a Zoom party. I'm already going to just say it right here, right now. I find them to be very stressful as an introvert. It's almost worse to me than a party with people like in person because when it's in person, I can like hide easier. Like you will normally find me like going to talk to a dog or whatever until I like know enough people and then I feel like good to go. But when you're in the Zoom party, you're like there on display the whole time. It's not for me. Nope. And if you like it, great. But I'm just saying, like, don't expect everybody to show up to your Zoom party and be okay if they don't. If people aren't, if people, if as an extrovert, having people around is really important to you during your holiday, but you have to manage your expectations of people being around. You know what I mean? Like, I understand where you get your energy from, and I like I respect that, but also respect that the people around you may say no, even to a virtual situation just because they don't feel comfortable or their energy is depleted throughout the season. I yeah. think we need to manage our social expectations always during the holidays. I feel like all the time, mm-hmm. every year, but especially this year because it's just been so a many zoom invites and whatever, like please like offer people a one-on-one option as well, or like, or just a phone call option or, you know, something like that as well. And if they're introverted, like, let us have a lot of time to plan it because then I, I'm like much better and I look forward to it. Like Morgan and I have chats. We have like FaceTime chats and, you know, we'll have like maybe like two a month and we plan them out like ahead of time. And then we talk for like ever and it's wonderful and it's great, but it's because we have like the proper time to do so. And I am going to actually do some FaceTimes like the week of Christmas with some of my cousins and stuff that live in different areas, but not all at the same time. And that's why I'm looking forward to it and I'm okay it's on like one a day and one like cousin a day that's that's it like I don't need to like have everybody in one thing that's just too stressful so yeah take breaks understand other people don't like to do things the same way you like to do them like be gentle with people when it comes to all that and you know take breaks from work too like it is a pandemic like don't let anyone like trick you into thinking that we are not still in a pandemic we are so if you need a break from work during a pandemic guess what like you should have one um it's absolutely ridiculous to not please like go ahead and tell your boss like we're in a pandemic i'm gonna need you know however much time or whatever like i need to take the rest of the day or whatever whatever it is you need to do and then put your boss on blast if uh if they're difficult i'm just saying (laughs) 
Like, put them on blast. Let us know. I don't know I'll, if I co-sign this advice, but I'll know, write it's a an letter. option. <laughs> I'll write a letter. Yeah. I'm it's like, an well, option. Do, it, do it carefully because I don't want you to lose your job. But I'm just saying. I, I think the issue is layoffs are so abound right now. I will write layoffs, a letter to your boss. So that, let Charisma write yeah. a letter to your boss to, to yell about. Don't necessarily. When I say put them on blast, maybe like in your friend group and to me include you in that maybe not on twitter that is true that that could be bad do not do dances on tiktok in your workplace that have foul words in them you will get you will get let go just also another thing to think about i think people are real comfortable because it's a pandemic and i need mm-hmm. you to to not actively well, and I think, do things I, yeah i think that that's where go. like if your boss is hopefully a decent human like that's where communication would come in of just letting your boss know like hey i'm going through a lot right now with pandemic and everything else the holiday season you know would it be okay if i you know left early today or whatever um we live in florida not, so the answer is going to be no i would say obviously not <laughs> to work at like an hourly job in florida if you literally live in, even if say a that. salary job if you live in florida a period yeah let me tell you the at will firing law is everyone's favorite thing every employer it does not matter if they say your family it does not matter if well, they hope that invite you, you to their home live in florida <laughs> if you don't live in florida you don't live in an at will fire state you may have some leverage and your boss may yeah. be a good person yeah but also remember the economic situation outside is i think the i think packing your off day if you do have to take pto around a holiday if you have pto right now don't do it for like do it on a friday or monday you know what i mean so that way you can have a five-day situation versus doing it like just for when you know like a Monday, like do it so you have a consecutive number of days off where it like the heaviest days of your week which usually are monday and friday if you work in an office you can have that time down and you can be kind of hanging out in your own space and put in your PTO now is December 2nd. If you have not done it, please put it in because what's going to happen is if you wait longer, there'll be more excuses to be like, no. So unfortunately, yeah. uh, the, the workspace, because I, I still have so many friends who work there and I know so many people still do. And even in t- it doesn't matter what industry, if people are being this year extra difficult with employees it is not kind and this is why all these articles are coming out being like like i think there was an article posted in toronto star that was like are employees cheating by working at home are they stealing time and this is stuff that people are thinking like it's not it's a reality and i think that i posted an article on my instagram story about a girl talking about what her co-workers should have done after she got laid off because basically she got laid off as part of COVID layoffs and her employees that she had like memorized their orders and then were like doing extra favors and da, da, da. her coworkers didn't say anything. They didn't write her. They didn't send her a recommendation. They didn't do anything. I think that's the reality of like working a, a, a career job is depending on where you are in your career, even in a secondary or like managerial position, you still are at under if your company's not doing well, people are eyeing everything that's happening because they're looking for reasons to cut expenses. So yeah, be careful. That's all. Right. And this isn't like this right here is not necessarily how to survive the holiday. But if you have somebody who works at your job and they were let go of because of COVID, like, and you feel up to it, this would be a great time to reach out to them and just see how they're doing. Yep. Just yeah. give them a referral, whatever you need to do. Um, so the third point is know that you don't have to constantly be creating to be of value. So I think that this time of year 
is often a time of year where there's a ton of creation going on, ton of content creation, like every single app that you're using, you go on and there's, you know, tons of new stuff that people have posted and shared. And a lot of it is really great and amazing. And it can be like a great time of year to, if you feel extra creative to like really put out a lot of content or to consume content that you find to be interesting. But if you are not putting out content, if you just feel like, oh, I just don't, there's nothing that I want to share. There's nothing that I want to work on right now. Um, that's totally okay. Like you don't have to constantly be creating to be of value. So just know that just like any other time of the year, it's not, you don't have to be creative at the moment to be a creative person. Yep. And I, I definitely don't think getting stressed out about 30 under 30 list, like all this end of the yeah. year. Uh, listicles that are coming out that kind of rank people for their performance, which right, rightfully so, people are doing amazing things and they should be celebrated. That's not a, a time to start getting into the comparison trap and putting yourself and saying, hey, I wasn't on this list. So that means I'm not good at my thing. You're still good at your thing. Like you're amazing at your thing. Just if you don't, you're not in a space to come up with like 500 new blog. You're not doing vlogmas. You're not doing 12 days of Christmas, you're not doing 12 days of fitness, you're not doing all this stuff. It's okay to not do that. Like, it's fine. No one's going to take away your vlogging license if you don't vlog every day for the next 31 days or, you know, whatever, 25 days. Or if you don't do 12 days of fitness or 12 days of whatever, it's fine. Like, no one's going to stop caring about you as a creator because you're not creating this content that other creators are coming up with or recipes or there's so many different things. So, yeah, it's a super, just super, super busy time. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, it's completely understandable if you're not, I think another thing to mention is that a lot of times like people will work on this content like way ahead of time. They're not necessarily working yeah. on it all right now. And I think that that's not always clear in the way that uh, content is presented. So please know that and don't feel like, oh, like every day, like they're going in and creating this elaborate set and blah, blah, blah. Like that is not necessarily the case. So like, don't, stress yourself out about it. Like it's just not worth it. It's not worth your mental health to be, you know, stressing out about it. Like create content at another time when you feel up to it. It's as simple as that. Um, So the fourth thing would be to plan check-ins with an understanding friend. Um, So, you know, hopefully you have a friend that is understanding that understands like your career, where you come from, or not even necessarily your career, but just like the creative side of like, what you do, whether it be a hobby or whatever else. Um, and maybe you want to check in because you're working on something or maybe you want to check in to just be like, I'm not, you know, maybe you just need to like do a brain dump. Maybe you need to rant, whatever it is. Make sure that you have a friend that, uh, you know, you can talk to and also that they can talk back to you as well. Um, and it would be great to possibly, you know, plan some check-ins with said friends because again, we're all very busy it is the holiday. Well, we're not all very busy, but you know what I'm saying? During the holidays, things tend to be busier. So you might have a friend that's great at listening and they might also have three children and maybe their kids are going to be home for, from school for the holidays, or maybe they're home all the time because they're doing like virtual learning. And, you know, maybe it's a little bit rough for them to, you know, carve out some time. So just be patient with people, let people know ahead of time 
and just make sure that you schedule those check-ins with people. Obviously, I'm such a fan of therapy and I think that that's, you know, first and foremost, like we should all, every single person on earth should be in therapy. Um, but if you A, can't afford a therapist or B, even just addi- in addition to speaking with your therapist, it's great to have friends that you can vent to about different things. Yeah. And to double on that, if you can't find the therapist, but you have mentors, those are also good people career-wise to talk to um, and come in and kind of offer introspection in your plan planning for 2021 or kind of your reflection time for 2020. I know it's, um, I feel like there was a tweet last year or maybe it was the year before where somebody was like, I think it was a screenshot. It probably was fake where the person was like, are you in a space to receive news or something? And the person was like, no. And the people were debating back and forth of like, if I have to do that, it's not a real friend. Or, oh, you know yeah, what I mean? I like that was that. a whole yeah, I remember that. debate. And I, I'm still on the fence about it. Like, I, yeah. I don't think I, I, am, I don't need that for me. But if my friend needed that for me, I wouldn't have an issue. Absolutely. I don't think doing I have that. That's either. silly. Um, but I don't need it. Like, come to me with your corpse in the middle of the night. We're going to figure out what to be. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> we're going to do what we need to do. Uh, but it's because like, of I holiday, feel like everyone's lives are so different. So, like, who am I to judge if they do need Yes. You yes. know? Like, I don't know what they deal with on a day-to-day basis. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say all that. Like, at the end of the day, t- people have different levels of energy, different levels of what they can deal with. So, you know, and then also like people have different um, ideas of what friendship is. And I'll say that as well, because sometimes like you won't really know oh, somebody yes. and they'll be like, oh, I'm going to need A, B and C from you. And you're like, wow, we just met last week. And that's not to say that people can't be fast friends because I become fast friends with people usually. And it usually works and ends up being a very long friendship. But I'm just saying that I, I haven't personally experienced it, but I have a lot of friends who have had people that have asked things of them that are, I don't even know what the word is. I guess I'll say just like inappropriate of them to ask like so early on into knowing them. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I guess technically I have had that happen because when I was in high school, a girl who I worked with, um, cause I worked at a restaurant, uh, she was like, I need to live somewhere and like, my baby is going to go somewhere else. And I don't know. It was like a whole bunch of stuff. And she's like, so can I come to your house? And I was like, I don't really know. Like I live with my mom. Cause I'm a child. That is such a Floridian thing. Like if you and, worked in an hourly job as like a person in the early 2000s, like we were not, yeah, like she was, that's she was something that happened adult. to you. She was like 26, 27 No, you were though. Yeah. No, like this is something yeah. that happened to all that's of us. That's what I'm saying. We were, like, yeah. 18, 19. But the wild <laughs> thing, which my mom was really, really strict, but my mom let her stay with us for two weeks. That's, and she, I mean, that's good. She that's said stuff in front of my, like, she was very, you know, out there in herself or whatever. And she would say stuff in front of my mom that I was like, I don't even know fully what that means, but I'm pretty sure you shouldn't say it in front of my mom. <laughs> it was a wild two weeks. And then she left her dog uh, with I, my mom for another extra week. It was so Florida, girl. It was so Florida. <laughs> I'm going to write a movie about this. Please wait. On hold. Sundance. Call me. It was That's wild. Floridian. <laughs> All right. So the last tip is to ask for help if you need it in business or in life. This is something that you should a skill you should learn to utilize all year round, but especially during the holiday season, things can get difficult and it's always going to be easier if you ask for help. It does not matter if it's your business, doesn't matter if it's something personal that it's something that it took me a very long time to learn. And that's why I try to tell people all the time because it's life changing when you're just like, Hey, you know what? I actually need help with this. And I mean, when I say it took me a long time, like it's just in the past few years that I've really been able to ask for help 
with things. Like when we started this podcast, I wasn't good at asking for help with things. But in the past few years, I've just come to the conclusion that like, I'm not going to always be the best at things. And it's not a situation and not that I ever thought it was. And it's not a situation where it's like, you know, I don't know. Like I used to always just think that like, you just really can't rely on anybody else. Like you just have to get it done yourself, you know? And I really learned that that is not true. And that, you know, I think a lot of times we think like, well, no one wants to help me and that sort of thing. That's probably not true either. Like you probably have somebody in your life who wants to help you, especially because the fact that there are people out there who are just helpers who don't even know you and they just want to help people that they don't even know. Right. So by that alone, there's someone in the world who wants to help you. So ask for help when you need it. Like it's not going to be easy to get through this holiday season if this is a tough time of year for you. It hasn't been easy for pretty much anyone to get through 2020. So it's okay to ask for help this year and every year through the holiday season and every season forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> you started with football, we ended it with amen. I don't know. <laughs> this podcast has been a wild roller coaster of a ride today. <laughs> but it's been I, very I Florida, so and I feel like I've also, sh- like, football and religion. Well, I do know about religion, but I don't know about football. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, if you need assistance in a way that you think that we can help you always reach out to us we are open our dms are open on our private social media on any of our businesses on the podcast like if you're just on studio 44 paper and you need help and you can't remember any of the other ones message me on studio 44 paper and say hey i listened to the podcast forgot your your name but i need help with this thing and then of course i'll get back to you so and definitely be in touch i just want to remind you all that angelica and i both like work with and have a lot of ties to both like schools, educators, um, and also like therapists directly. So please jump in our DMs if you need just like guidance in which way to go on that sort of thing. Like we literally have so many people in our lives who are involved in, again, local school systems, education, therapy, things like that. So I know that those can be difficult areas this time of year and especially with 2020. So please, if you need help with one of those things, jump in our DMs. We will send you in the right direction. Um, and yeah, we had a therapist on the podcast and I think we need to do that again, like soon, yeah. <laughs> probably in, I think, uh, March, because that's when the next time that we have openings actually, yeah. but it's almost yeah. been a year. Cindy's in my email right now. So that made me think of her. I'll put yeah. on her episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's do that because you know, I, I learned a lot during that episode and there was a lot of stuff that resonated with me that I was like, yep, yep, yep. And so I think we definitely need that again, please send us questions that you might have for a therapist. Again, this is like, this is free therapy guys, like right here. So go ahead and Um, send us questions and we will ask somebody who is a professional and we'll be able to get you some really good answers. But yeah, other than that, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. We are back next week. I think the the month is really kind of our winding down. I don't think we have a week off, do we? I don't think so. No, we didn't. We scheduled a mini episode instead of taking a week off. So we will be recording two days before Christmas. So you can listen to us on Christmas Eve. Woohoo! Again, if you choose violence and we say something offensive to your racist parents, put us put us on at Christmas Eve dinner. I'm mad that we our episode came out after Thanksgiving, and now I want you to ruin any racist day that are in your lives by playing our offensive podcasts. Uh, you have many opportunities. If it's Hanukkah, if it's Kwanzaa, just 
pull up one of those racial injustice episodes and listen to us tell them that they're wrong and you guys can fight. <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> All right, guys. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcast. We are on Amazon. We're on Google Podcast. We are wherever podcasts are available. And we will be back next week. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.